Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. No, no West Side Story after all. No, no. We decided instead uh, uh, to, 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 to dive into the world of survival horror. Yeah, to lean into our brand, Tom. Yeah, so this, this fair warning, this podcast contains explicit scenes of violence and gore. Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to the city. <laughs> we uh, on the docks. Why are you back here, Claire? Your conspiracies weren't true when we were kids. They're not true now. We need to expose Umbrella. Watch this. I'm afraid, Claire. I'm afraid of what they're going to do to this town. You see, Umbrella, they had an incident. I'm talking Chernobyl, if you know what I mean. People are getting sick. You gotta help us, Claire. Let the world know what's really going on. I was thinking more like Jurassic Park, but yeah. <laughs> Richard Attenborough just yeah. guiding people into Raccoon City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we, yeah. I know, I know we like tweeted that we do West Side Story, and maybe we will at some point. Uh, I think we probably this, will. Yeah. I mean, this was just shorter. I was going to say, let's pull back the curtain all the way. Dave looked at the runtime of West Side Story. <laughs> yeah. It was that combined with the possibility that maybe when I go home for the holidays, my mom will want to see it. So it was like, okay, well, that means six hours of West Side Story. Uh, so this is better. I prefer this. Sure. Yeah. This is, uh, of course, the new Resident Evil. It, it came out a little while ago, and we never got around to it, because mm-hmm. there's just a lot of stuff going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I, I think it came out two or three weeks ago. Okay. So it's still it's still relatively new. Yeah. It was written, directed by the, 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 the director of uh, 47 Meters Down, a movie I have not seen. It is uh, not bad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that makes sense, because this movie is not bad it really isn't honestly i liked this movie dave so did i yeah so did i uh i it's i mean it has some problems obviously but like i was genuinely very pleasantly surprised by this movie yeah i mean let's get one thing clear this isn't like a good movie (laughs) no 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 um no 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 this is not a good movie but it is a fun movie it's an entertaining movie particularly if you're a fan of the games yeah um and it has i was i had been texting you both right after i saw it and then yesterday when we decided that we were going to cover it there's some like genuinely good shots there's some genuinely decent direction in this movie i think i agree yeah uh it's yeah, this is this has a low, 
you know, like critics are not going for it, but audiences nah. obviously are. And that's that's what you'd expect. Yeah. yeah, it uh there's there's some genuinely good editing and camera work in mm. this film for sure. I also think it is in general con- like conceptually uh, a better Resident Evil than the other films. And I what I mean by yeah, 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 I think it fits the tone better. It- things like the fact that Raccoon City in this is not a city. It's it's a smaller town. It's that, yeah. Yeah. That fits way better. You have to rem- like the Resident Evil movies are fine for what they are, for sure. They're they're Gonzo yeah, Paul W.S. Anderson movies with Mila Jovovich being cool, and they're fine. Uh this is more like what Resident Evil is. You got to remember res- the the Resident Evil game series is very heavily based on George Romero zombie movies, so it's more that tone of Right. It's it's not like this uh glitzy action thing it's a more uh claustrophobic like dread and it's 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 way more horror than action yeah although and there's I, there's I goofy say, over the top action in it but yeah yeah it's a little of both um we'll get into like i think i think you know the problems i guess with this movie sure but overall i i think the look and the uh yeah the feel of it is just way better um so Tom, you you I never played the first games. Uh-huh. Uh, I've played very little Resident Evils. Um, who 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 were all these honkies? All of these honkies are all characters from the first two games. Uh, with okay. some, there's some a couple of others like they they show a set of twins that come in a little bit later and are kind of important figures in the overall overall lore. But right. like I'm a big fan of the games, especially the original ones and the the remakes that they've done recently. Uh, have been real cool. Um, mm-hmm. And this movie is is a lot like somebody kind of giving you a quick summary of the first two games, essentially. Right. So some characters are com- combined. Uh, some in- some events are condensed. But essentially, this movie covers the events of the first two games in the series. Pretty, pretty closely, honestly. M- okay. Much more than I would have expected. We got uh we got Whiskers in here. Whiskers is in there. Yeah, he's he's kind of a this version this movie's version of Whiskers. There's two. There's two Whiskers, right? Two Whiskers. Is it, wait, wait. Who's the scientist? What's his name? The scientist is Doctor Birkin. Who okay, is so not at all, not at all by, the same name. Played by Neil McDonough. In yeah, this. he sure is. Uh, the the Whiskers, I guess, in this movie uh, is probably going to be the thing that's like the most controversial, I guess, among like I, fans of uh, fans of the game, because he's a combination of two characters. He is both Wesker, who is a big t- a big villain and a, a a big pretty big villain in the whole series, and it's also a combination of this character named Barry Burton, who is in the who is also in the games, and he's more of like a sympathetic guy who is like forced to turn on the team, but ends up becoming a good guy at the end. Yeah. They could find the two. I yeah. assume he's going to come back. Oh, he's, there I, was a, did you not, there was a mid credit scene. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. He is still alive and it introduces yeah. another character from the games named Ada Wong, who it turns out was the person that hired him to steal the scientists work in the movie. Got it. We right. Should, because it's like a kind of a mystery. Yeah. We're going to go through the plot, We should right? probably go through the plot, yeah. All right. This is about a town filled with terrible cops and only cops and, like, a few diner right, waitresses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they are, like, they are the worst cops. I mean, I love them, but, like, she whips out her gun in the diner and is like, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I, 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 I loved this version of Jill. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all they're all a bunch of chuckle fucks. It, well, it starts with a it's like bookended, not bookended, but it starts with a child in a an umbrella orphanage, mm-hmm. which I don't know made me laugh. Well, it's a Raccoon uh, City orphanage, or, but like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. it's umbrella is secretly doing their shit there. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it, is, it is funny that like a pharmaceutical company would. <laughs> Be a, they have, have a orphanage. partnership with an orphanage like that that is the biggest red flag it's like what are you yeah. testing on these kids yeah what are you what are you doing over there you, yeah there should be a law that says like a pharmaceutical company cannot also like run an orphanage right because uh, across the board the yeah because the immediate obvious question is not are you testing on these kids it's like no what we know you are there's no other reason yeah. for a fucking pharmaceutical no other company reason bunch of nazi doctors giving these kids <laughs> pills what the what the fuck are you doing in there and we're, we're making zombies we're making monsters we're making like weird crows yeah what the hell it, are you doing i mean we we covered a lot of this in a, our, our series worst corp ever that's true uh, we did yeah but they this is a dumb way to test pharmaceuticals <laughs> this is not how you test you know zombie viruses you it's, uh, it's certainly dumb in terms of being secret because boy is this obvious <laughs> it's obvious and it's also in the middle of like a town and it's it's again like just you know tested on animals that's the one thing that happens in the other version the other film where they're like yeah they're like underground in this hive and it's like yeah that's what it would be that makes more sense uh this makes less sense that they're like doing experiments just in a town and it leaks into the water. <laughs> it sure. Well, it doesn't. They put it in the water. Oh, they put it in the water. I think, yeah, right? Or, no, I don't or know. does it leak? It's some Flint, Michigan shit. Yeah. Like they, they sort of imply like uh, that they, yeah, they don't care or that it's hard to tell. Oh, right. There was a, con- there was a containment uh, breach. That's right. Right. There's the, the whole alarm and shit. Um, so it's, it starts with this little girl. Uh, it's Claire who, uh, and her brother, Chris. And she's got like a zombie little girl zombie friend. Yeah, uh, scary so, little friend. Some some creepy creep friend lurching around in the orphanage. Yeah, that, let me tell you, they do not really pay off, but it's fine. Um, yeah, like again, this isn't a great movie. It's just a lot of fun. Like yeah. stru- like the writing, the structure is like oof. Uh, so uh, yeah, so that that's the beginning. Um, she grows up. She's driving into town. They immediately, they do not, they do not fuck around. Mm-mm. She's, she's with the worst, worst truck driver. Yeah. Just this terrible truck driver. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he's a real hero from the games. The, the horrible truck driver at the beginning of Resident Evil 2 <laughs> is that fucking character. He hits, he hits somebody. He sure does. Yeah. Cause he's an idiot. At like 85 miles per hour. Yeah. He's just a terror. He's his own horror movie. He's a terrorist. Yeah, she wakes up to this guy like screaming at her about Raccoon City and how it sucks. And then he hits somebody and he's like, oh, shit. We don't have to tell anybody about this, right? Yeah. It's like, holy shit, dude, what is your life? I feel like becoming a zombie is like a step up. Uh, And his his puppy dog. In many ways, his life was only going to end this way. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was only going to end with him walking into a police station fully on Uh, fire as a reanimated ghoul. Yeah, well, even not as a reanimated ghoul. It was just his, yeah. 
that's where he was heading in life in I general. Think, I think ghoul was always in the cards, but sure. Yeah. Well, he's always kind of a ghoul. Right. Like, he, he, yeah. He's like, so a, he, he's like a JV ghoul. He's like a farm <laughs> team ghoul. They got called up to the big leagues. Triple A exactly. ghoul. <laughs> so he, he hits this girl or woman um, with, with his car and yeah. the, the puppy dog licks up the blood. And so we know where that's going. Yep. Puppy dog bites him. It sure um, does. And then it just like it moves this. So she shows up to go talk to her brother. Coincidentally, the same night that all this shit goes down, which is like, yeah, fine. Sure. Fine. It's, it's movies, yeah. baby. Yeah. So she shows up. They have a brief fight. Uh, he's clearly he's like been raised uh, by. He, he, st- he stayed in the orphanage and she ran off. Uh, she ran off because as we learned, they they tried to she they tried to experiment on her and she wiggled away like a like a cat. Mm-hmm. And just ran like off. Like a cat when you're trying to give it a pill covered in peanut butter. Exactly. Um, and so, like, almost immediately after this, well, we meet we meet the other terrible cops. They're at the diner. They're pointing their guns at each other. Yep. Um, they're, uh, they, they, they have, like, a new guy who, like, shot his partner or, like, shot... He, during a training exercise, during his, like academy he shot his like academy partner or whatever yeah um and so everybody sucks is the point um they, they have this very because like the town is dying like umbrellas pulled out yes. so it's like a real dump and the the it's a real like skeleton crew of 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 uh i guess public servants so like they have right. this they have they all the cops have a very last day of school attitude <laughs> like, they sure like, do Wee! And again, they seem to be the only people living. Right. In the like town. the population is like eighty and like eight of them are cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they kept they kept they were at the diner and I thought they were like I didn't know they were cops at first, and then a cop comes in and he's like, Hey, did you hear about this rookie, what he did? And then they all get up and they're like, Time to go to the station. I'm like, You're all cops? And then she goes to her brother's house and he's like, I'm a cop now. I can't do it. and you're just like, You're a cop too? Yep. Who isn't a cop? Uh and so at the station, they got their chief, uh, Donald Logue. Fucking Donald Logue. <laughs> Hell just yes. Doing, just doing, giving it his all. Um, talking about Journey. That was like, okay, sure, sure. We got a movie here. But that was a fun... That's I, yeah. I really enjoy that scene, though, when he tries to drive through the roadblock while uh, in any way you want yes. it is playing. Yes. that's a, It's foreshadowing. This Him talking about Journey in this first scene foreshadows a really fun scene yeah. later. Um, and so... Then, like, basically just zombies start happening almost immediately. The, yeah. the alarm goes off. Um, she uh, she uh, uh, um, is at her brother's house, right? And the neighbor uh, is clearly a zombie. It's I really clearly, like Clearly this. zombing out, yeah. Yeah, because a little girl comes in. And, like, there's a lot of children in this that, like, are just fine. Like, they, I don't know. The, this kid, I don't remember what happens to this kid. She... Runs in, she gets under the table, and I really like the exchange of her going, you need help? And the kid going, you need help. (laughs) And then the zombie immediately busting through. Flies through the window, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty... This I I will say, as we're going through it, I think this movie handles uh, its jump scares pretty well. Yeah, I I would say it doesn't doesn't even jump scare that much. It it leads up. Um, It's more about tension. I, I, you know, obviously there wasn't... A part that scared me but there was some parts that i was like that's neat yeah. that's a neat like this exchange was really well done with the shot because 
you see the background and as the girl says like you need help you see the zombie like running into the door yeah uh, and smashing through they do a lot of you know like fun things with the composition yeah um uh it's it there's some stupid things too but like yeah yeah most of it's in like the really sweaty exposition there's a lot of points because the characters are split up there's a lot of points where you have to watch separate groups realize the same thing yes and it's kind of like okay we, we get it we get it yeah when they when they ask what spencer mansion and the chief gives this like Really kind of sweaty exposition there. Yeah. Um, when he's when the truck drives into the police station and he just doesn't notice. It's like, come on now, you got a Walkman on. I don't think I don't think those headphones are good enough. Um, <laughs> but it leads to something great. Yeah, it leads to some good exchanges. But yeah, yeah, I would say the the film's weakest uh, aspect is is the writing and kind of how it's how it's paced a little bit. It's just, very oddly paced. It feels rushed. Because, uh, yeah, they're trying to get through, like I said, it's combining the storyline, the, the entire storylines of the first two games. So it's trying to get to the action without lingering too long on exposition, but it's also trying to line up these two storylines, which do take place concurrently uh, in the games. Um, That's cool. So it's trying to juggle a lot of things, and it doesn't quite pull it off, but it does enough that's fun and interesting in in the in the time that it's that it's on screen. That it's uh, I, I'm willing to let that shit slide. Yeah, same here. I mean, it, yeah, I, that's part of it. Is like I don't I don't care. You yeah, know, like, like I'm but, just enjoying it. Yeah. Um, it it definitely feels like they could have tried to cut some characters or something. Like I know, yes, they seem to be very concerned about keeping it true to the game but when you're covering two video games in in um a movie that's under two hours with you know very little budget given to them Mm -hmm. it probably would have been better for them to simplify it as much as possible uh but i do appreciate what they were attempting here yeah it's uh it's a whole thing it is so you what's that i was just saying it is it is it is an entire ass thing it really is with like weird faces and manacles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that uh, the the zombie girl that we will that we will talk about in a second. Oh, we sure will. <laughs> so basically, we get these two threads. So they they found a body up by Spencer Mansion. So a bunch a group of cops go up to the mansion to find out. Meanwhile, the evacuation like the sirens happen, and the chief seems to know what that is. Yes. Um. And he immediately is like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. Bye. Yeah. Um, so he basically just tells like the new guy, like, you're in charge now. Bye. Uh, and and so um, basically it's the police station and the people at the mansion. Yeah. So the, the sister eventually gets to the police station. But before that, the cop, the cop leaves. And that's when he gets to like a roadblock and he's listening to Journey and it all stays in the car. And then all this chaos ensues outside. So yeah. they have this, he's being shot at and like, he's got to get the fuck out. And it's really well done. I thought. Yeah. It's, it, I, I really enjoyed that it stayed in the car and that sh- there's, a, there's a couple of sequences that are composed like this. It's, it's uh pretty mm-hmm. neat, but yeah. The, so the, the chief tries to escape and, and the umbrella soldiers are just shooting people that try to escape. Yeah. I also liked like the opening credits I thought were really solid. Just the font and the music, I also like the like I like a lot of the slower editing when the truck starts 
when the truck hits the police station, that's the next thing that happens. Or maybe it happens before. I don't remember. It's um, right. It's it's right before that. I think. Yeah, uh, the editing and shots there is really well done because there's like this back and forth from him in the station sitting there, and again, it's stupid that he can't hear it, and it, it literally explodes outside. Yeah. Um, but it's a really fun sequence of like this back and forth of the truck getting closer and closer. Um, the truck driver is a zombie. It crashes and they have kind of, he looks up and the truck driver is just walking into the police station on fire. Yeah. Fully on Um, fire. Like a pink Floyd album color. Yeah. There's another, Oh, I was just gonna say there's another sequence like in the mansion where Chris is using his lighter to see. That, that was I, really good too. That was really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> they they really enjoyed again, it's not it's more it's yeah, it's zombie horror. So yeah. it's like, you know. Um, but they did some really fun stuff with the horror aspect. Um the part later where the the the, the little goblin, little golem is on the ceiling and the he liquor looks up. right with the with the lights moving. Yep, the lights he looks up and there's a series of fluorescent lights. And in the dark ceiling, you can't see beyond it. And one of them very far away, like swings towards him. And then the next one and then the next one. And it's like this very like slow pro- like progression that was like really well done. Yeah. It was um, a cool idea. It was a cool idea because you it takes you a second to be like, oh, <laughs> there's something he, up there. And then he has to turn away to deal with something else. So like yeah. you're, you're, this, this movie's really good at... Like Dave said, uh, I mean, we're such old horror hand, old hands at horror that like it takes a lot to to scare the two of us. But like you, you can definitely like appreciate when something's having fun with tension. So yeah. like he has to look away to deal with something else. And so you're, you're just the audience is just left there sitting there with this this idea that something is crawling on the ceiling towards it. So it's like, yeah. oh, man, when he turns back around, it's going to be bad. It was a really good device for tension because yeah. it was very fun because you the like you don't you're not sure why the light's swinging at first at least I wasn't I thought like oh is something is the is the hallway shaking or something mm-hmm. and then the next one and then you start seeing the pattern and you're like oh <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> yeah. It, it's really it's really it was a really smart way to do that um, yeah. and it doesn't sound it's not amazing like it's not. It doesn't sound brilliant, but like the execution of it was really well done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they're at the police station. The zombies are piling up. The others go to the uh, the mansion. Uh. 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 The chief shows back up because he can't get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I love that he just comes back in. Like, all right, never mind. <laughs> we yeah. Gotta, we got to get. The, we I was going to betray you, but yeah. Yeah. We got to get the we got to get the team from the mansion back so we can use their helicopter to get out of here is basically right. what he says. So it's the chief yeah. and and Leon and Claire in the police station and then Chris and yeah. Whiskers and a couple uh and Jill at the uh, mansion. Right. He he Claire saves him from the dog by beating it with a fire extinguisher. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, that whole sequence with the uh, with uh, Donald Logue in the parking garage with the dog was pretty that's good also too. well done. Yeah, yeah, like pretty much every sequence in this film that's an encounter with one of the creatures or every a lot of the horror sequences have some really cool ideas that are that are well executed, which is what yeah. made me forgive a lot of the movies. Not so great parts. Same here. So. It's mostly the setups are really well done. Uh, like I'd say, like once the creature shows up. And any given scene, it just becomes like fine. 
Yeah. But like all the setups are really fun um, and different. And I that's definitely like the strongest point yeah. of this movie. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, meanwhile, wait, is that? No, that's at the police station. They find the exposition guy, right? They're going to the armory. And like they're keeping the the, the exposition uh, r- r- like umbrella right. scientist. He's a reporter. He's the guy that con. It's the reason Claire came out there. Like he was he contacted Claire with some video about like the fucked up shit Umbrella's doing. So that's why she came to town was to right find out what happened with him and what was going on with Umbrella. And he's in jail apparently with a zombie. I didn't yeah. understand that. I he mean, just gets bit by a zombie that's in the cell with him, and I was like, huh. Well, it's everyone in town is turning into a zombie, so it's just him and another guy in lockup, and it's just that guy right. is completely zombie now. Yeah. Uh, and then, who's his name? Leon? Leon's the rookie, yeah. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, <laughs> He's doing his best, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, they base, this is where it starts becoming like, like, they face a zombie and they have to shoot it and kill it, and then we get... And they're like, wow, what, what is that? And then we cut to the mansion and like they do the same thing. And yeah. it was like, yeah, you can only, you, you could like intercut these or you don't have to show it twice. Uh, at the mansion, they're, they're finding the like secret passageway, right? Yeah, the mansion. The like- guy reveals he, he uh, betrayed them too. Yeah, he reveals that he, Whiskers says like, oh, look, I got paid a whole bunch of money to to go in through this secret door and steal some shit. I got to do that. Uh, and yeah. Jill's real pissed at him. And he's like, I'm sorry. It's too much money. I got to go. I got to go, man. I love I this go. money. It's too much money. It's too much money. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the doctor, we haven't seen in a while because he, he gets the call before the evacuation. He takes his family to what we then learn is like his underground lair. Like his, where he's yeah, like, his lab lair, his super villain yeah. lab lair. I was like, I, you have not evacuated yet, man? He's got to uh, get his research, Dave. Yeah. So his little girl and his wife are seeing his underground lair where he is dissecting a zombie <laughs> right, that's still alive. Right, just a zombie that's been vivisected on yeah. a table. And the, I think the wife is like, what have you been doing down here? And he's like, God's work. And at that point, I'd be like, so you're a supervillain, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, you're a mad scientist. You know, yeah. I, I never put it together. Yeah, but but you're like a fucking cobra villain. Like, yeah. you're, like why why do I keep ending up with these mad scientists? Why do I keep getting married to cartoon supervillains? Yeah. Um, and the little girl is just rolling with it. That's my favorite thing about my the little girl character is my favorite character because what's about to happen to her is she's gonna see both of her parents murdered. Um, uh, and then. She's going to shoot a man, right? No, she almost shoots him. Yeah. Uh, and then she's going to get kidnapped by strangers uh, and watch her father turn into a monster. Yeah, just the, she... the scaliest, spikiest, boogeriest monster is going <laughs> to erupt know... from her dad. I don't know if you paid attention to her character and background shots. She's doing fine. For most... <laughs> <laughs> she's just standing there. I think after like a while... At one point... <laughs> Like once all of these waves of trauma keeps hitting you, if you're like six or seven years old, you just kind of like shut down. Yeah, she's like, I guess this is life now. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm what, gonna I'm gonna tuck this away and experience it later. Yeah. <laughs> like, What's funny is at one point a character says a joke, 
and she giggles in the background <laughs> to the joke. And I was like, she's having a great time. Yeah, her new friends. Yeah, her yeah. new kidnapper It's like, oh, I'm, I'm delighted to hang out with my new friends as she steps over her parents' bodies. Yeah, she doesn't care at all about her mom. No. It's, like she never, it's very, uh, or anyway. So <laughs> it's she's tremendous. down in his lap. Yeah. So yeah, basically everybody, every all the secret passageways. Oh no, sorry, B- boy. So back at the orphanage, because they go to the orphanage because the chief is like, there's a secret passageway there. We get the liquor and the light thing. And you mentioned that he he briefly looks at something else. It is her her childhood friend now grown up. Yeah. Uh, to be like a goblin. A real real intense creature design for this character yes. uh it's it's lisa trevor she's a character from the games obviously um okay she looks like a fucking like a silent hill character yeah it's the the story there uh is she's just this just like an early version of the virus she's been mutated beyond belief and she is wearing those faces on her face are her mom and dad's faces sure like she pulled them off of their bodies and put them oh, onto good hers. For her. um and her hands are in in man- manacles. It's it's kind of similar in the game where she's more like of a tragic figure, and you don't you don't really ever fight her. Okay. Um. So it's her. I agree that it, it as as a narrative function, it's it's maybe less satisfying in this film. <laughs> it feels like they just needed to cram her in because she was a character, right? And that um, that, that 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 creature design is so cool. Like that's yeah. a that's a gnarly monster i think of stuff like the mortal kombat movie where they're like well we got to have all these characters in or sorry the mortal kombat sequel and then they like are in it for two seconds and then they die or something and you're like wow why even put them in um that's what this is because she's like oh okay she's the imaginary friend or the scary zombie friend from the beginning and you i i at least assumed like okay she's gonna play a big role here because they set her up for so long they yeah. spent so much time she shows up she gives her the keys to the the elevator to the passageway and shows her where the passageway is and then it's just like bye and then she's like thanks bye and that's it yeah well she kills yeah. the monster too oh yeah she does the, the liquor monster just... that that shows up and fucking annihilates donald oak <laughs> Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Super murders. Donald it Luke. licks him. It licks him to death. And then, uh, yeah, the the Lisa Trevor monster just hauls off and beats the fucking shit out of that monster. Right. And it's like I, it's like that, an angry chimpanzee beating right. that monster. <laughs> she does. She just fucking tears she it fucking apart. Beats its ass. Yeah. And then again, she has a key. I don't know where she got it. She's like, here you go. And they're like, thanks, bye. And I'd be, at least be like, do you want to come with us? Do you want to come us? with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you seem cool. Are you okay? Do you need to go to the hospital? Like, let's get you to the hospital. Uh, Ideally, yeah. She... It seems like she needs to go to a, some sort of clinic right away. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay here and watch the town explode on me. Um, so she just, yeah, she just stays and that's it. That's it for that character. <laughs> yeah. I think um, it's, I'll, I'll, I think it's, it's less that we spend a lot of time setting her up cause we don't really, it's just that th- she's set up very early. It's like the first thing yeah. the film sets up is this she's, character's existence. Yeah. And I will, I will argue 
that the one thing that they paid attention to uh, is the main character's arc. Because what she's seeing is what her she could have been. What would have happened because, to her, yeah. Exactly. Because what happens is... And so, like, she does serve a narrative purpose for the character, but it does feel very, again, very rushed. Especially since she just hands her a key yeah. that she just has. And it's like, all right. Cool. Sure. You've been hanging um, out on this for a minute, or? Yeah. And then, she, yeah, the fact that she just swoops and saves them, and then it's like, I'm cool. I'm good. It's just like, all right. I guess I guess that's over with. But she, what happens next is they go down and they find an exposition room with a projector uh, and all these tests, and she realizes like this is what they were gonna take me down to do to like they were gonna test me. Yeah, this was the uh, this was me. the paradise city down to which they were going to take me. Exactly, uh, where she would have turned into the the ghoul who just saved her life. Um, they run. They finally <laughs> run just, into the scientists. I just love that they made that. They made Lisa Trevor into this ghoul, and they're like, "Sweet, let's make another one." Yeah, like I just like, I that love, was pretty cool. We, we've gone again. We've gone over this in the uh, worst corp ever miniseries that you can find uh, wherever you listen to these podcasts. Um, mm -hmm. But just Umbrella will never not be fascinating as it, it, from the standpoint of like this is a scientific research company. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you yeah. researching? Like, how to make monsters. How to make fucking yeah. dope monsters. Because they keep trying to say, like, oh, they're making weapons. And it's like, are they, though? They're not very good weapons. Right. You know? They're the worst kind of weapons. They're, like, <laughs> they're basically, they're, they just keep making more and more complicated uh, biological versions of hand grenades. Because these yeah. are the kinds of weapons that you just drop and fucking run. Right, and it's like, we already have those. Yeah, we have pretty sophisticated <laughs> versions of those, too. Like, as always, this ends with like a nuke going off, and it's like, see, that's a better weapon. Right, we nailed it right there. That's <laughs> yeah. the weapon. Like, I don't know why yeah, you guys you... are trying to reinvent this particular wheel, but we got it. Yeah, it's right there. It's in your movie. Like, you, you, what are you going to do? Drop this virus down on a city? It's... Again, just yeah. drop a nuke. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean that's, that is a thing, though. Bi uh, germ warfare biological warfare like that like it's yes, it's it's this like brass ring that they chase where it's like well what can we do to completely annihilate a population but not knock down any of the buildings right and then that's then you make super ebola you don't make zombie viruses that just creates more of a problem again there's diseases they could you know mutate then right like in this world where they're making the T virus, listen, it just seems very unnecessary. Listen, I get it. They were trying to make Super Ebola. Yeah. They they injected it into somebody and they got the tyrant and they're like, shit, let's see where this takes us. Yeah, let's let's go down this path. Unexpected result. Let's see if it develops into a fruitful uh, 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 opportunity for us. Yes. <laughs> Turns out, not really, but Kinda, they did it anyway. It depends on how you feel about monsters with sickle hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. It would be, it would be like everything would make f sense if you just met like the CEO of Umbrella and they were just a goth, like they were just like a weird goth, and I they just thought it was cool. I think that's pretty much what it ends up being. Oh, okay. I, I, I well, think then it my, all is explained. My, my knowledge of the lore gets a little muddy after the first couple of games, but I'm pretty sure like the reveal is that like Spencer or whoever who started Umbrella is just this goth ass dude who lives in a castle and shit. So right. like, and they need they also need to be like a vampire or just 
a maniac. Like it needs to be like uh, Mel Gibson in that South Park episode. Yeah. Kabla. <laughs> yeah. It just needs to be uh, like someone where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. That totally all makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see why this person bought an orphanage. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. This person just had a lot of money and they were a maniac. Yeah. Okay. Just Daffy um, Duck living in a castle. Yeah. With wads <laughs> of pharmaceutical cash. <laughs> um. So they, they kill. So we get to the part where the girl's parents are killed in front of her. Um. The doctor, the mad scientist, injects himself with the G virus, I believe, um, because he doesn't want to die. But like this, I don't know, seems worse than death. What happens? Uh, he mutates into this like, you know, Resident Evil character. Yeah. Um, he's One got might eye say. arms. <laughs> yeah. I love the eye arms. Uh, yeah. Suddenly he's talking like the Joker. Like suddenly he's like, a, he's like, I never loved you. <laughs> like he's like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fun. And then, and so he like attacks the, the brother, uh, who then they shoot him and then he's like, please, I, I always loved you. And it's like, dude, you just tried to kill him. Yeah. You just gave me your Bond villain monologue. Yeah. It's, it's all over. So they shoot him in the face. Um, it only makes him stronger though, Dave. It only makes him stronger. <laughs> they, and now we learn that there's a train under the city that they got to, they can get out. And like, okay. Yep. I mean, I assume that's in the game. Yeah. Uh, I, I love to look at the train. Like the train is silly, but I love it. I love how it looks. Yeah. It's an escape train. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. I love <laughs> the idea of an escape train because the thing about an escape train is it's a bad way to escape as we re- as we learn. Because when the bomb goes off, it just hits the train too yeah. mm-hmm. so it's like i don't know get a, 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 a helicopter or something like get i don't know it, it, whatever um uh, yeah i think the idea is to surreptitiously escape like that's true because they're, they're doing a lot of top secret uh shit in that right, lab that is like in violation yeah. of i don't know every law so like you're if, right if they drop a fucking vial in there they gotta be we gotta get out of here and not make it look like we gotta get out of here <laughs> Right, and that train, you can also bring a bunch of shit. Like, yeah. I think it's designed so they, they can put all their ghouls on yeah, it. Yeah, all their ghouls, other machinery and anything that, yeah, all the lab yeah. equipment and shit like that, yeah. That makes sense. Um, And so they're they're riding that train with the little girl who's fine. Uh, Dave, and she gets suddenly, to go on a train with her fun new friends. That's true. It's a She's fun have a great life. day for her. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Uh, her dad rips open the top. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> and then he's even more ghoulish. Um, and they're shooting at him, and it doesn't really do anything. And Leon takes out a bazooka. He sure in does. A, in a small train car. He sure does. Fires it at almost point blank. <laughs> and the the he blows up the villain. Everybody else is fine. It's fine. <laughs> They 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 don't even have hearing issues. <laughs> listen, listen. If he hadn't pulled that trigger, Dave, they would have had a lot more than hearing issues. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's so funny though. How it is. It is tremendous. Yeah. He's just <laughs> sure. <laughs> like we're talking about like a, a a train car. You know what the size of a train car is? Yeah. Um. It's maybe like a, it's like a. It's maybe a hundred feet long. Yeah, not not even like a really long one, like like not like a passenger train car. We're talking about like the kind that you, like uh, 
like people riding the rails would be in you know yeah it's so, like so it's it's the more... size of the back of a truck right like so a it's semi so yeah so it really is more like 30 feet long <laughs> yeah so and this monster isn't even at the very end of the car nah, he's, he's working like, his way up yeah <laughs> and leon he... goes like i got this <laughs> yeah and he fight it would have been so amazing if they all died yeah they all just died <laughs> he fires this fucking rocket and yeah, and they have like one shot of them all kind of jumping <laughs> with yeah. an explosion behind them. And then they get up and I one character says something to the other, like some cool line, and the other one replies instead of saying, "What? My ears are bleeding." Like they they are just fine. It would have been funny if they were at least like everybody was just laying on the ground for 10 minutes afterwards <laughs> <Right>. or something. <laughs> Just breathing heavily. Yeah. Maybe only one of them makes it out alive just from that. And they're like burnt. Yeah. Like really heavily burnt. But no, they're all fine. Sure. Uh, and then we get the best shot of the entire film, which is when the nuke goes off and there's a shot of a meadow with a single cow just having a great that day. cow. <laughs> This cow just just minding its own business, yep. not hurting anybody, just being a cow. Not even a zombie cow yet. The virus yep. hasn't reached it yet. The nuke goes off. Cow doesn't even notice. <laughs> it doesn't even look. Oh, it notices it just, eventually. Yes. It just sits there <laughs> with its cow ass to the nuke until it gets hit by the shockwave. And, and, and then it is no longer a cow. <laughs> it, it gets it gets <laughs> twisted right the hell out of this movie. Yeah. Um, in the cow's Amazing. defense, in the film's defense, cows tend to not notice much. Yeah. Until you're, in, unless it's like directly affecting them. Yeah, and then it does. It's one of their greatest <laughs> strengths, I would argue. It's true. It's true. Um, so the town is nuked. We get like that on-screen like text uh, about the condition of the city, uh, and then they say like survivors zero, and then they all walk out of the of the train tunnel. tunnel. And the credits go. They sure do, man. And it is a delight. It was... I, I really enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I really did, too. As, as people can tell, we enjoyed it because it's silly. Yeah. And it's fun. And it's that right kind of combination where I think it knows it's being funny, but it doesn't wink at the camera. Right. Because it, it's just a really, like, There's yeah, a, we're, we're just going to... Yeah. Like there's that a, cow shot, there's no way they didn't know that was funny. Oh, you know? of course, of course. And there's 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 the they they have fun with making the references that they want to make to the games. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're a, a fan and you're looking for that stuff, and they they do a little bit. Like I think the closest they get to like winking at the camera is after Leon blows that thing up, and then one of the characters says, "A fucking rocket launcher." He's like, "Yeah, there was it was just in here. <laughs> like I, just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I just found a rocket said, launcher like up front." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he said it was in first class or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's that combination of it's 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 having fun and it knows it's having fun and it wants you to know that as well. But it's also it it's clever in its staging of its of its horror sequences and the way it treats its monsters. Mm -hmm. um, so it gives. It's not just. It's trying. It's trying. Yeah, and it it, it, it kind of. I think it. I don't know if it necessarily knows it needs to make up for weak spots in the script, but it definitely does with its execution. So it's it's one of those yeah. movies where it's you would never call it good, but it's 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 like one of those enjoyable kind of kind of B movies that you put on. Yeah, I don't think they were out to make 
a movie that people would call good. Like, that's the thing, is that it's, it's like, it's, like, I look at the low critic reviews of this, and it's like, well, I get it, because yes, technically, it's not a good movie, but it's not, that's not what they were out to make, Mm -mm. and so it just feels unfair, you know? That it's like, no, they were making, like, a bad, schlocky movie that we can laugh at and also enjoy while we're watching Enjoy it. on its and, own terms and for its own merit is the thing. Yeah, and I do think it accomplished that completely. Mm-hmm. I think it showed some skill, but I don't, you know, I don't think this these filmmakers are amazing or anything, but they showed some skill with their lead-up to tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they, there's just, like, yeah, there's, like, a handful of sequences or moments that's like, ooh, that's really good. And then the rest is just very dumb because they're trying to keep it like the video game, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I, it's the, it's honestly the same with the other films where it's like the video games are silly because they're video games, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, which, or they're video games in a time where we weren't making The Last of Us, you know? Where mm. video games were always silly. Yeah. Um, or at least somewhat silly. Yeah. And so like... Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make kind of a schlocky film from it because the alternative is to just take the name Resident Evil, take a couple of small details, and then try to make like a grounded horror movie. And it's just like, well, what what would be the point of that? Yeah, nobody you know? wants that. Yeah, it's at that point just make a uh, a horror movie and call it something else. You know? Yeah. So uh, I don't know. It's uh, it does it does exactly what I needed it to do. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's like I said. I was pleasantly surprised. It's not just a movie that you watch and enjoy because it's bad. It's a movie that you watch and enjoy because it's like it's doing some stuff well and it's engaging with you. Like you can enjoy mm-hmm. the movie on its own merit. Like I said, rather than yeah. something like I don't know, fucking Anaconda, where you watch it and laugh at it because it is so tr- uh, delightfully bad. Yeah, exactly. I would say this has. It's hard because sometimes this is a hard, it's a very hard line to walk because if a movie tries too hard mm-hmm. and fails, uh, then it becomes just like boring. Yes. Um, and so you get, yeah, you have your Anacondas, you have your original, uh, your original Resident Evil. I would say that movie is actually kind of right around, it doesn't do anything skillfully like filmmaking wise, but it's definitely like it floats kind of between like, you know, that th- this area. But like you either make a movie that's so bad that it's fun to watch because of how bafflingly bad it is, mm-hmm. or you make something that's fun and stupid, and you, everybody kind of knows it's stupid. Um, and in this case, the fun came from, I would say, not so much the characters or any of the actors, as much as like those setups. Yeah. There were just these genuine moments where I was just like, ooh, that was cool. What a cool little idea. Um yeah, so it I don't know. It never it never I never got bored. I never like laughed so hard at it being bad cuz it yeah, it does feel like well made. Mm-hmm. It's just very stupid yeah. because of course it is. Yeah, but it's the right kind of stupid. Yeah, I think it's the right kind of stupid. Fine I line think, to walk. Yeah, I think if people if people were expecting like it's not very it's not a big movie. No, you know, it's they don't very have small. much of a CGI budget. Yeah. So that's that I guess is technically disappointing, but I I didn't mind. Yeah, the monsters don't look the CGI monsters don't look great. Um, yeah. Looks, and I would it looks say a bit, it looks a bit like TV CGI, uh but yeah. it's it doesn't it doesn't ruin the movie or anything. No. I would say the movie's biggest fault 
that I personally like think is a problem is that because they had to cover so much, they don't get to spend that much time with any one concept. Yeah. So like that liquor, it's just there for a second. You know, the bad guy, the main bad guy is just there for a second. Like they shoot at him a couple of times. He picks some people up, throws them and then he, they, he's handled, you know? Yeah. Uh, he gets so, a, a rocket right in his right in his right in his puss right in his yeah, kisser right, right in his kisser. Uh, yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I'm I'm all set. I think we covered it. I think we did too. Um, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry, yeah. this wasn't West Side Story. I'm guessing West Side Story did not have a bazooka in it. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see what kind of uh uh how uh, Spielberg plays with the original and updates it. That's true. Um, so we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. If you go on there, you spend $5 a month, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Those are all available for you there. So check that out. We also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. I think we're going to do next week and then we're we're done for the holidays until the new year. Yeah. Uh, but those are fun. Every Friday night. Check it out. Yeah. We also have a store. Uh, head over to GameFlanEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, stickers, mugs, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Yeah. yeah. Check that out, you you mm-hmm. face-wearing orphan ghouls. Yeah. That's how we think of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all of you to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep keep the lesson of the world's ter- most terrible truck driver in your heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a hero. <laughs> what fucking guy is the king. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a desperate perfect. life he led. What a wonderful rock bottom. 